episode of bench mob ent 2022 happy new year we back better than ever you already know you need to like subscribe share follow y'all already know the instructions but i'm gonna repeat it just so y'all know what y'all need to do we got the full squad to start off 2022 greg mr hot takes off of covid protocol sends man how you doing tonight I should still be in COVID protocols right now, but like our good, like I, like my, like the goat says, the Jalen Road, you got to give the people what they want. So I'm got here to give you the people. Heard my voice this time. Got to give them what they want. Yeah, I, I don't want, I don't want to get copyright infringement. Because I don't want to say. I thought about saying it yeah. the way he says it. Yeah, nah, but nah, nah. you get copyrighted. That shit is nah. so cool. Oh wow. Yeah, it's 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 perfect. Because, but you know that money he got with that hairline, I can't afford to. Pay for them haircuts, so I don't want to get sued. We got Chris Money Bags in the building tonight. Just got back from a different country. How you doing tonight? Stop it. I'm good though. You know, it was a it was a great great day on Sunday for uh, those of you that caught the Bengals Chiefs game. But we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Just know that the Bengals run the North, and we AFC North champs. Well, congrats. A lot of congrats, yo. <laughs> Is there mixtape Davenport left-handed smooth operator? How are you doing tonight? Doing good, yo. Happy New Year, guys. Uh I wish y'all the best. Happy New Year. He, he locked in. Locked in, my fault. <laughs> wish y'all the best. Yeah. Yeah. Like he departing the show or something. <laughs> like, like Minister Farrakhan. <laughs> You know where we got to start off. You, you, Everybody here on this show know where we got to start off. For y'all that don't know, we got to start off with Who Day Nation. Chris has been saying it all year. Bengals, 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 best team in the division. Joe Burrow is that guy. Jamar Chase is that guy. Great combo right there. Penny who? We ain't think about Penny nobody. Get that big bum out of here, boy. You started off. You got the table. Talk to us about the Bengals and what's the ceiling for them, bro? Like, is Listen. this the best Bengals team y'all had in y'all history of Bengals? That's a great question. That that's that's a really good question. I'm gonna have to think more on that because I, I don't know. But I, I do know that with this team, the sky's the limit. And I've been singing their praises all year long, long before uh the season even started, talking about what they should have done, Penny Sewell or Jamar Chase. Obviously, that that's not up for discussion anymore. Jamar Chase is that guy. He gives Joe Burrow flexibility uh, to, to make plays when when really there's nothing to be made, right? 
Um, you saw it on, on Sunday, you know, him just going up, making incredible catches and, and being reliable like, like he should. And he's an unbelievable talent. He's going to go far in this league. But Joe Burrow something different, man. And everybody can see it. The confidence that he plays with, the swag that he plays with, people talked about it when we drafted him. Joe Burrow is a champion. He's a winner. And that's the mentality that he brings to this Bengals team. And he leads them with confidence and he never gets, you know, too flustered. The moment's never too big for him. And he keeps his composure. And the one thing I love about him too, people talk about Jamar Chase and how great he is, which is, which is all good. But Joe Burrow spreads the ball around. He, he doesn't just go to Jamar Chase. Yeah, maybe, maybe on Sunday that was the case. But in every game this season, you know, the flexibility that we have at wide receiver – has allowed us to, to be in this position with Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and we have a great tight end in CJ Uzama. So it's been it's been fun to watch this team and and you know what we're doing, the the camaraderie that they have and, and how they're playing. Keep it a buck. The Bengals should be 12 and 4 right now. We lost to the Bears in week two because Joe Burrow had a horrible game throwing three back-to-back interceptions. And we lost to, to Miles' Jets and, and Mike White. That was, we had the lead. We were up 11 with eight minutes to go. And the defense just folded, right? So, hey, it is what it is. You know, we're 10 and 6, winning the AFC North, which is great. Um, playing the Colts, most likely, first round in the playoffs, which isn't going to be an easy task, obviously, with Jonathan Taylor. But the way the Bengals are moving right now and the confidence that this team has after uh, years, what, since 2015, uh, haven't been AFC North championships and had mediocre seasons since then and really no no path to uh, winning the playoffs or anything like that. The main thing is we need to win a playoff game to even get a hope, you know, at making a run in the Super Bowl. And that's that's something that still needs to be proven. So I'm not going to get too high on them because, again, like that's, that's the main goal right now is it's all good and well if you make it to the playoffs. But if you don't win, you know, your first round game, no one's going to be talking about you anymore, right? It's going to be the same old Bengals. That's what they're going to be saying if we lose that first round. Same old Bengals. Bengals get bounced first round. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this team's going to do. we got a few players on COVID right now, Sunday coming up, uh, playing against the Browns. You know, they're not at – Baker Mayfield's not playing. He's having surgery. So uh, regardless, we win or lose, it, it doesn't really matter. But I want, I want my players to get healthy. We should be resting players this week anyways, you know, get them right for the playoffs. And, uh, you know, hopefully we, we come out, spank the Colts, and, and show everybody that we're for real. I think the Bengals need to call me since they're not going to be playing none of their players. Yeah. Just give me a, a, a two-day contract. I'll go play with y'all. I'll go out on a limb. Chris don't want to go out on a limb. If that's the matchup, they play the Colts, Bengals winning their first playoff game. I'll say it right here, right now. From your lips to God's ears. The Colts, the Colts don't have – if they get into a situation – and Miles and Greg, you tell me what y'all think about this. They get into a situation where you need to get some points. The Bengals have quick strike capability. They get down the field in a minute 20, boom, boom, we scored. You're going to have to get 14 plays, Jonathan and Taylor running, and it's not going to work. That's, that's the thing with this team that, that impresses me is, yo, the Bengals can really put up numbers with anybody. We, we did it with Green Bay earlier in the season. And, you know, we put up 41 on multiple teams this season, multiple times, right? And that's something that they haven't done in the past. But the weapons that we have allows us to do that. And, and the, it's, it's the defense that 
I'd be worried about, if anything, right? It's it's our corner and Eli Apple, who wasn't supposed to start this year, but due to injury has started all year. He's made some good plays, but he's also given up a lot of deep shots, right? So it, it's, you know, a coin flip on, on that side of the ball. But, you know, the Bengals can really, like you said, compete with anybody. And, you know, we, we came back down 14 against the Chiefs. And then at halftime in the third, in the third quarter, it was 28 to 17. And we just kept scoring and, and didn't allow the Chiefs to – score in the second half, which is what this defense is capable of, right? Holding down the uh, offenses and really playing. But um, when you start off slow in the first half, like we have so many times this season, you, you end up playing catch up in, in the playoffs. That's not something you want to do. Maz, are you believing in the, the Cincinnati Bengals? I mean, it, think well, Miles, think carefully before you speak. And real quick, why are you thinking? Let me say this real quick. Why are you thinking? Let me say this. I want my damn flowers, right? You beat I want, I want my damn flowers, right? In the beginning of the season, Greg said the Bengals aren't winning more than seven games. What did I predict? Ten and seven. What are we right now? Ten and six. I want my damn flowers. I said we was going to win ten games. I want my damn flowers. Go ahead, Miles. Flowers. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think that they got a shot. I mean, if if they're going to play the Colts in the first round. At home. That's a good matchup right there. Although Colts, I, I was saying it last time I was on, they're a dangerous team that you, I don't know too many people who want to face them because I feel like they could be like what the, the Titans were with Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, got a good defense behind them. I mean, Darius Leonard's not going to make it easy for Joe Burrow. And they got good corners, so we'll see. Um, but, I mean, if it, it gets into a shootout, I think advantage Bengals right there. So they got so many weapons. You forgot about Joe Mixon. He's I, trust me, I ain't forget about Joe Mixon. I've, there, like you said, there's just too many uh, too weapons to name. To name, yeah. So I think we'll see. They – I hope they play some of the guys on Sunday so they don't come out rusty in the playoff game. You know, it's going to be a lot of players first playoff game. So you don't want them to, to rest too long, but yeah, I mean, they get, they got a good shot. I was predicting that they'd lose in the first round, you know, wild card weekend, but I hope I'm wrong for, uh, for Chris's sake. I hope I'm wrong. I'm on the, I'm, you can sign me up on the bandwagon. I think they're going to win that first game. Uh, I think so. Him saying he's on the bandwagon means y'all going to win one playoff game. That's the bandwagon he's on. That's, that wagon's not going very far. All right, that wheel going to fall off before it gets to the second game, bro? Really? No. If they win the first game, depending on that second matchup, who who in the AFC, who in the AFC outside of Kansas City are we saying is a definite lock for the Super Bowl? No, no. It's, yeah, it's up in uh, – Kansas City's a problem. But obviously they beat Kansas City, so anything can happen. And the AFC is wide open. It's not the NFC. NFC's NFC's crazy. That's 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 insane. The NFC. It's it's a it's all the powers in the, in the NFC. But um, my only thing about that matchup is if they are if they're running the ball and keeping the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands, that's a problem. Do the Bengals stop the run? I know they got Reader on the inside, but they stopped the run. That's that's the only question I have about that matchup. If y'all don't stop the run, then it's gonna be a long day. That's what they're gonna run the ball, play action. That's what the that's what the Colts are gonna do. They're really physical. They got a great old line. So 
If they run the ball, keep you on the sideline, that could be a problem too. But I, 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 I mean, I, I think the Bengals are the more talented football team. No question. They're more talented. Um, but teams like the Colts are dangerous when you can run like that. Like, it's, it's tough. Like, you can't really – let's just put it this way. I wouldn't bet on that game. But also, I think our listeners have heard me say that so many times. They probably just say, you don't bet on anything. You're scary. And they're right. I'm scary. I'm, I don't like to spend money like that. But I'm not, I wouldn't bet on that game. If I was a better, I wouldn't bet on it. It's just a coin flip. And Chris, I don't, Chris, tell me, you watch the Bengals every weekend. You're the one of the, the three people in the country that do. So you tell me, <laughs> you tell me, tell me, are, do they have a good run defense? Because I don't, I don't know for sure. Yeah, yeah. The Bengals, the Bengals can definitely stop the run. Like you said, we got, we got DJ Reader, we got Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard. Um, we got players to stop the run and we did it week one against the Vikings and Dalvin Cook, right? We, we did it when, uh, the Packers came to town and, and that's what they tried to do. You know, Devonte Adams, they were slow to get going. They were feeding the ball to Aaron Jones and, uh, we held him in check too. We can definitely stop the run. Um, but you see, this is what I want to talk about. And this is what I said a few weeks back with, with the Colts, when things aren't going well with Jonathan Taylor, that, that's all they have to, to stand on. And I know you said it wasn't aging well a few weeks ago. Carson Wentz played great that two two weeks ago before they played the Raiders last week, right? He, he looked great. He played great. But again, he, he for me, it's the inconsistency. Jonathan Taylor last week struggled. We saw him struggle for the first week in a long time, and they ended up falling to the Raiders 23-20. So, uh, listen, I, I'm not overly concerned about uh, the Colts. I do think uh, what concerns me, if Jonathan Taylor is having a good day, is is the Bengals' linebacking core. Uh, last week, we've I, uh, I'm having bad memories of it already. Just watching the Bengals miss tackle after tackle uh, with the linebackers, and you know having players get to the secondary uh, too often, and that's not what you want, especially against a, a good running back. So we just got to clean that up, and I think the mindset's going to be right. It's, it's the playoffs, right? And, you know, every play is going to matter. And I think the Bengals are going to come and bring their A game. Staying in that same division, it's a lot going on in the AFC North specifically. When we look at Pittsburgh, right, they're in a position to get in the playoffs. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin has not had a losing record at all in his whole coaching career. I think they said some crazy stat for the Steelers in the last 27 years, they haven't had a losing record. Great organization, Big Ben, real emotional. They win, Cleveland's talking all that trash. They actually lose. Big Ben, where does he rank in y'all eyes? Looking back at that 04 draft class, how do y'all see him, Phillip Rivers, Eli Manny? What's y'all thoughts on Big Ben? I personally, I know Greg is going with Eli. I think that's that's debatable, but go ahead. I'm not even really having the reaction I'm having because of what we're talking about. I, I, just a sidebar, <laughs> the, Knicks, the Knicks are so stupid. What a stupid team. I don't know why you root for this stupid-ass team, man. <laughs> Who hit that shot? J, J, uh, what's his name? Jason Tatum hit it. Oh, you, you're not even – my fault. You. Oh, you lagging. You know, oh, again? Did the Knicks win the game? Okay, okay. Well, well then let me catch up. Yeah. Okay. They, they, won the they did. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But definitely, Tom, Tom, going off going off what you said, Tom. Ben Ben Roethlisberger, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? And to do what he did throughout his career, 
Yeah, yeah, we give credit to Mike Tomlin. You got to give much credit to Mike Tomlin. You know, past 15 seasons without a losing record, that's insane. And that's hard to do, especially in the AFC North. And they ran the AFC North for a long time. You know, Big Ben brought eight AFC North championships to the AFC North, right? Two, two Super Bowl titles. And his first being when he was only two years in the league in 2006. You know how hard that is to do as a, you know, a, what is it, his third, it would be his third year, in his third year, winning a Super Bowl, like, and then coming back three years later and doing it again in 2009, so big, big Ben, he, regardless of what you think about him as a person, what he's done off the field, allegedly, uh, Legend. He's a good football player, and because I, yeah, I, 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 I didn't what, know you were his lawyer, I didn't know this was Chris. No, 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 no. I, I just know that's where you was going to take it. <laughs> I was, I was, I was near the lawyer, but he was slander this man. He was about to slander this man to hell and back. So, regardless of what you think about him as a person, he's a good football player, and you know he's led the Steelers to a lot of success, and uh, he definitely belongs in the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback for sure. And like I said, we go that 04 draft class that they will forever be linked. We saw it in the comments. It's not as clear cut and dry as Sim may think. Someone's like, oh, yeah, the easy answer is Eli Manny, Alicia Manny, and all that. And people Don't like, they both have two people. Super Bowls, though? They do. I'm going Big Ben overall. That's me. I think you got to. I mean, how many how many uh, division championships does Eli have? Right, that's what you got to look to next. Well, that's not a fair comparison because it's like towards like the back end of his career, you got to kind of <laughs> look past that because he's been surrounded by some awful Giants teams. So I wouldn't I wouldn't take that into consideration. I think you look at more what they do in clutch moments more as a comparison and. I mean, if you oh, look at no star Gregor. What? No, no, no. Miles, Miles, where are you going? Finish, finish, Miles. He's about clutch well, moments. I was going to say, Eli Manning, I would take him because he's more clutch. I mean, the way he won those Super Bowls, that's why he's a Hall of Famer. Not off stats. And kind of Ben, you could, you know, his stats look better. If you go up and down his career, it's kind of, you know, mediocre to – to average at best, but I don't know. I'm just taking Eli first. Big Ben, he's he's top five in a lot of categories, you know, passing-wise, top five, top ten. But nothing about his career ever popped out to me like he was like a top ten quarterback of all time. Real question, has Eli ever won an MVP? No. 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 Has oh, been. Super Bowl MVP? No, no. Ben, oh, ben Super Bowl MVP? Twice. Listen, relax, relax. No one's no, coming no, for him. No one no. is coming for him. Big Ma, Ben hasn't either. Miles, real quick though. I was just saying, don't think of Big Ben as a top ten quarterback. You think of Eli Manning as a top ten quarterback? Oh no. Of what? Top ten okay. quarterback of what? Like in their era? Anything, anything. Eli Manning is not top ten. Anything, bro. Eli Manning is a top, top 10, ten clutch. Top ten clutch. Not, not clutch. Top ten top clutch. 10 That's playoff, it. Playoff performer, not just clutch. Playoff performer. He yeah. went through Brett. He went through Brett Favre. He went through Aaron Rodgers. He went through. Yeah, he he beat the Packers twice in Lambeau. On those those runs. two Super Bowls saved his career on on a set, bro. Two look what you look what you're saying. Two Super Bowls. 
Two Super Bowls. Outside of that, outside of that, bro, bro. outside of bro, that, he, you look like you playing outside. The Yo, that's so crazy. People are so disrespectful. Yo, that's so wild. I don't have the energy for this, bro. I'm on COVID. I'm on protocol. The, the, the reality is, the reality is, Eli Manning is the most clutch quarterback, maybe in NFL history, bro. Like, and in playoffs, there's there's no there's, 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 how you gonna say that with Tom Brady? I was about to say you beat him twice. Tom Brady? Beat him twice. Beat him twice. But how many times has Tom Brady gone down at the end of the game, especially in the Super Bowl, to go down and win it? Look. What about Double Aaron? Look, no, Double Aaron does not have a case. He got one ring. Double Aaron is Double Aaron has Double Aaron has crapped the bed more than one. That's not his fault, though. Don't do that to Aaron. Do not do that. Aaron has crapped the bed more than more than more than once, bro. Okay. Wow. You're going to choose Eli Manning. I have, a high, I, have a high st- I have a high standard in terms, of, in, terms of, in terms of being clutch. I have a high standard. Eli Manning met, met the belt. Yo, every time he did a big game, Eli Manning, he gave it to us. As a Giants fan, every time he did a big game, Eli gave it to us. He never was, he was never hurt. He always played. He won every big game. That was Eli Manning. That's his legacy in New York. He won every big game. I've never seen anything like it. The guy would go from throwing stupid picks in the regular season sometimes, and you'd just be like, what are you looking at, to going in the playoffs and beating guys we had no business beating. And the Giants were winning because of him. And we talk about the, 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 the pass coach. Him. Not no, just no. Him. they'll even tell you. He deserves a lot of credit. Eli Manning was out dueling. He deserves a lot of credit. Don't, don't, don't sleep on that defensive line. Because y'all, defensive line was taking Tom Brady's hand in Tom Brady was salsa dancing. Like, oh, wait. Come on now. Don't, don't. <laughs> no, no, wait, hold, no, 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 no. Eli Manning was the main reason why we got to those Super Bowls was Eli Manning. Of course, because I, I, he had to, he had to go out there and put the points on the goddamn board. He did it every time. And I'm saying, at the same time, once I got to the Super Bowl, you gotta get that defense some credit. Facts. That's, Facts. Although Tom the Manningham, the Manningham, Tom ain't look like himself then. The man, well, the who? I'm saying Tom ain't look like himself when he played y'all in the Super Bowl. No, no, of course not. Because you know I, that's what happens when you feel when you face real pressure, you fold. That's what happens. But with with Eli Manning, he throws that he throws Eli Manning throw, had one of the greatest throws in NFL history. That throw to Mario Manningham on the sideline. That's the single greatest throw I've ever seen. I've never seen a better throw in my life. Like to this point, I've never seen anything better than that. Like we're talking about Eli Manning has had some crazy moments, yo. Like no. this is the conversation. If you if you value winning, winning, there's no conversation. It is, it is Eli Manning. And everybody else. Philip Rivers sidebar. Complete sidebar. What do y'all rank that Big Ben pass to San Antonio Holmes? It was a great play. I see that play. I see that play like twice a weekend now. Mm. He about to retire, so you know. Who? Ben. Ben? You you, you I see that play twice a weekend now. It was a great play. Oh, that's what you mean. Um. Oh yeah, I got it. Toe drag. The toe drag. No, I thought you were saying that you actually seen the play like twice a weekend. Like you was no, like I mean, I be seeing guys play. do it. Dude, it's a regular thing. It's a great play. Yo, at the moment, like towards the end of the game, not much time left to fit it in there. Great play, great play. Whoa, when I saw, there's a, there's a comparative Mario Manningham throw. We not. Heavens, I said sidebar. I said sidebar. Heavens, no. I prefaced it by saying sidebar. <laughs> I was not putting it in the same category. <laughs> Speaking of one of his former teammates, Antonio Brown. Who's telling the truth here, y'all? How do y'all see this? 
of course, we're hearing the conversation of mental health, and I think that's kind of just something easy to throw out there is mental health. Nah, I think it's a little bit deeper than that. What do y'all think on this whole Antonio Brown saga? Because it's literally a saga. The man gets halfway naked. He strips in New York, <laughs> catches an Uber afterwards, spends the rest of the night with an Uber driver. Shout out to him for hustling. Drops a rap single on Twitter after being cut by Arians. Puts out the report today like, yo, I was injured and they forced me to play. They gave me a strong drug and I... What, what do we believe on this, bro? First of all, first of all, people got to stop saying that he called an Uber. He didn't catch no damn Uber. That guy who picked him up is a celebrity driver who drives OBJ, Saquon, and all them boys. He ain't no damn Uber driver. But that picture of him waiting for the car outside the stadium was hilarious. Um, but, yo, I, people were so quick to say, and I don't know, maybe I'm a little biased, but people were so quick to talk about Oh, he has CTE, right? But so also so quick to forget about everything that's happened in the past. And maybe, maybe he does have CTE, but for people to to say he has CTE without him going to the doctor for it, right? Without him getting a medical scan to evaluate CTE, um, you can't just assume every player has it because he lashes out, right? That's been everybody's a social media doctor. No, right, right, and that's been that's. Let me let me just stop you real quick. Yeah, it's very convenient that you're saying telling me he doesn't have CTE. He has CTE. You know when he got CTE? When your man Vontez Burfik hit him on the side of his head. He aimed in the same as he got hit on his crown like that, and that was your man who did that. So very convenient. Listen, Listen, he he took a big hit. He took a big hit. You know that man. That man can't even speak English. That man. That man. Antonio Brown, and that's, I don't that's, think he can read anymore. His listen, brain, brain Antonio scrambled. Brown couldn't speak English before he 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 took that hit. Let's be clear. I don't know about that. I think, I think yeah, a lot of here. The, the, the guy was distinguished. Stop. The guy was a distinguished scholar before the incident happened. <laughs> and then Montez Burfict. Yo, My man, dropping rap singles. He's chill. stripping in New York. Nah. He's wearing. Nah. He was, I agree. We're gonna let Chris finish his finish his statement because I agree with him. We we too quick to try to diagnose. Yeah, we, we too quick generation. to give people an out and just blame the league and say CTE. Yes, I get it. Players I'm blaming players. the league every time. Shut up. Shut up. I'm blaming I, the league. <laughs> Everybody got so that, CTE. So that man was a distinguished scholar before he took that hit. Listen, a lot of players take a lot of big hits, right? And and yeah, that was a vicious hit that he had. He had a concussion. And that was, I think that was actually back in, in 2015. Um, but at the end of the day, like this has been Antonio Brown's personality, um, but I do think I do think something fishy is going on here. You know, AB released his receipts and his side of the story, and you know he definitely wrote, uh, you know that that little blurb that he put on put on Instagram. Uh, but <laughs> why are you laughing? Yeah, distinguished scholar, my ass. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't write that because he didn't write that. That yeah, was not written by him. Yes, he did because he, he spelled can't wrong. Wait, the long paragraph, all the paragraphs where he told you yes. what happened? Yes. He, yes. Wrote he wrote that. that. He wrote he, that. He spelled, he spelled can't wrong in that? He spelled can't, C-A-I-N-T. You're <laughs> telling me that's not CTE? No, that's not put I can't, you don't have CTE? No. His brain's not scrambled? <laughs> yo, yo, the NFL is, yo, you guys are criminals, you, you are one of the social media doctors, you know that? Where we can't say it's CTE. Antonio Brown has a problem, bro. Stop. It don't mean it's CTE. It could be it could be mental health. Wait. It could be bipolar. It could be a lot of things. LeBron, it's CTE. Listen, you see that. Right, go, go Greg, one more time, and then you tell me it's not CTE. The, the last listen, the last thing I'll say Dr. about Greg. it is 
I think what Bruce Arian text messages to Antonio Brown, what that reads as to someone that's not in in that space and not in that from the outside looking in, right? I think his tone of that text message is off. You can't put in all caps like we all caps are not resting for the playoffs. That to me looks as if you don't care about his personal uh health and, and safety when Antonio Brown, you know, was obviously showing in those text messages that you know he was trying to be ready um for that occasion. Again, it also makes sense Bruce Arian's side of the story of why Antonio Brown flipped out, not getting enough targets. Obviously, $2 million of incentives are on the line uh, in that game. So, uh, I, to be honest, I don't know who to believe. I think, I think with honest, that, though, I think with that, though, that's a little bit the easy way out, though, though because everybody – part? Oh, uh, Bruce Arians. Oh, he wanted money. He wanted more targets. Oh, for that's sure. The, for sure. That's the easy way out for especially the wide receiver – that's a diva. He wanted more targets. protecting the organization, for sure. He wanted right. more targets and then just got naked. Right. I think it's something that we won't really <laughs> have to wait. He got naked, bro. We're going to have to wait to really find out what the truth is because but how, think, how, how, how do we find out what the truth is? Who well, do you believe? We heard both sides of the story. No, Bruce Arians never wanted Antonio Brown in the first Thank place. Thank you. He just, like, let's just call it what it is. Bruce Arians is obviously lying right now. He's lying. Now, we can, we can he, and he's, what he's doing is he's smart. He knows that we're all going to look at Antonio Brown, see that overreaction he had in, in New York, and go, this guy's crazy, and he has no leg to stand on. We're not going to believe him because he should be in a psych ward. Both things can be true. Antonio Brown can belong in a psych ward because he has CTE, and Bruce Arians can be a liar <laughs> who never liked him in the first place. Both things are true. That's, that's the reality of it. Bruce Arian, the only reason why Antonio Brown is there is because Tom Brady chose to take him in like a, some kind of foster kid and, and put him in his house <laughs> in the first place. And then he brought, and then, and then that was, yo, that's so weird, by the way. He's taking a grown man to your crib, moving him in like that. That's some weird. Tom Brady's a weird dude. We're going to find out about him. But yo, <laughs> that happens. Then the only reason why Antonio Brown ends up on the team is because, again, right, Tom Brady vouches for him. He vouches for Antonio Brown. He brings him into the organization. Bruce Arians, when they brought him in, Bruce Arians was very noncommittal. He was just like, ah, we, we, we don't, you know, we don't know. We're going to bring him That's in true. or not. Like, he never really, he was never gung-ho and on board with this idea of having Antonio Brown on his team. That was never a thing. It was right they, after the Raiders they, collapsed. They beef you know? go back to, they, they beef go back to, remember, Bruce Arians was the wide receiver coach when Antonio Brown was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he knew Antonio Brown. They had beef before this. And so the first chance Bruce Arians got, he got him the heck out of there. You don't think Bruce Arians knew that telling that guy to get back on the field when he was hurt, like telling him to do something that he didn't want to do was going was to trigger him? You don't think he knew what buttons to press at the same time? I'm sorry. I don't believe that. And I know in the NFL that this happens and must happen all the time. Nobody's healthy at this point in the season. Football's a collision sport. It's crazy. So no one's healthy. They're, 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 they're forcing guys to play hurt. They're shooting them up all times with all types of stuff, like cow maneuver and stuff or whatever, and making them get out there, get, get out there and, and play in all types of crazy situations. So I, I don't give Bruce Harris the, the doubt, uh, the benefit of the doubt. And I, I look, Antonio Brown's just crazy. But I also believe, I believe him to an extent. I do think that the Bucks did do him wrong on some level. But I think that was always the plan. I don't think that Bruce Harris wanted that guy. I think, I think we all believe him to an extent. I mean, we was talking about that in the chat. That like, the the way he articulated what happened, it it made sense of, as to why it would set him off. And him saying he didn't want to represent the Bucks brand after. Uh, that situation where they didn't value his his well-being 
uh, is what, you know, kind of made him lash out and flip out. So that's a, that's a good point. I think, too, with the situation, right, I don't think the Bucks should be able to get off the hook like that where they just release him. Now, right now, he's still on the roster, and there's reports that they're working with the NFL to figure out what to do. So, obviously, it's something that we don't know that's going on behind I thought they were the releasing him today. That's what I heard. He's still, he's still on the roster as of right now. Still mm-hmm. on the roster. They haven't released him. And to Greg's point also, Bruce Aarons, Ben wanted this man cut, and I know he was hopeful after they found out about the fake vaccination card that, hey, this the last straw. He's up, up out of here. But Bruce Arians did, has not realized yet, maybe he will now, Tom Brady, then you. Mm. Tom Brady. It's his organization. It's Tom Brady's organization. The second he came. Tom, that's why him and Bill had to go get a divorce. That was Tom, it. Tom, then you. Bill ain't want Antonio Brown either. Tom, then you. And oh, Bruce yeah. Arians, I think this is ultimately what it's going down, boiled down to. This is a power struggle between him and the front office. Because he even said today, it was like, yeah, so Antonio Brown's still on the roster. My man's responded, yo, that's a uh, front office situation. Basically, yo, well, it's up to Tom if he still wants him. What head coach, what head coach wants to be able, wants to make a decision and your star player basically vetoes your decision you can veto it, and yeah. it works out for the star player? No coach like that. No. No. I don't, I don't know. Miles, what's your thought on this, bro? I, I don't know. Am I wilding? No. I mean, look, Bruce Arian, if it ends up being that he was in the wrong in this situation, because I feel like even though we've heard both sides of the story, I, I just feel like, damn, do I actually know what happened or not? Because yeah. I mean, you see the text messages and okay. I get that. I mean, towards the end of the season, like you said, nobody's healthy. Like all these guys are, most of these guys aren't even practicing during the week just to get ready for the games on Sunday. So there's that, but I mean, like you said, Tom Brady, this is his organization. Like Antonio Brown's not above the coach. So they butted heads. And I mean, it, it came out on national TV. So I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with how AB like kind of handled it the way he just ran off the field, kind of created a a scene, especially against the jets. Like you didn't have to do all that. Like you could have just sat out the rest of the game. Then, you know, quit in the locker room or. or You could have walked into the tunnel. Yeah. He just, while the, the game was going on. He just jogged off the field. So it's like he's not completely innocent in this. Heck no. Either. But Heck no. No I definitely, I definitely side with AB a little more on this after hearing or, or reading what like text messages said. Because at first I'm thinking like, all right, this guy's just crazy. Like he's just, he just took his pads off, threw the helmet, threw his uniform into the stands. I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on? Like the the one time I don't go to MetLife to, to <laughs> start throwing memorabilia into the stands, but no, nah, this is it's, t- it's definitely something you don't usually see. So that's just you know life with AB. 
I think I think for AB to lash out like that, something really had to set him off, and 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 that maybe makes sense. Like you're you're trying to force me to go back in the game while I'm injured. All right, now I'm gonna lash out, and this is gonna be gonna become a national story, and people are really gonna see you know what you just did to me type thing. Because like you yeah. like you said, Greg, he could have easily had his pads on and helmet on, walked into the locker room. People yeah. would just thought he was injured going back to the locker room. I got yeah, no respect, the thing too, bro. The other thing too, right? If there is anything that needs to be done, the Bucks have to be culpable in this too because they decided to get in bed with him. Facts. They knew what he was getting into it. They knew he had a troubled checkered past. You decided to get in bed, obviously on recommendation from Tom Brady. He had him. My recommendation. I right. It, it was Tom a, Brady's decision. They didn't decide. Right, exactly. Tom Brady decided. He was on. He was on. AB put on his Indeed resume, Tom Brady's name, and everything worked out. But we're not going to just let this lie and act like, hey, y'all weren't culpable in this too. Tom Brady, you wanted to you wanted to be the savior. You want to be the great white hope. White you are culpable in this too. You were supposed to be, hey, 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 Tom Brady, <laughs> I got him. I'll take I'm care of him. That. Don't worry about AB. I got him. He's great, not going to be a problem. And he's been a problem. Tom Brady. You are culpable in this too. Don't get on your little radio show and tell me, I think we need to show compassion to her. Tom, what you been doing, bro? Tom, what you been doing, bro? Tom, Come on, Tom. Tom. See, see the whole the Can whole I have thing. a Bible study or something, Tom? This, what happened? Giselle ain't cooked it. that morning? The secret is culpable too, Tom. The gig's up, bro. The gig's up. I'm happy you said it. I'm about to say it. I, Tom Brady thinks he's Jesus. Tom Brady thinks he's Jesus, bro. Tom Brady thinks he's Jesus. He took dude, he took Antonio Brown and moved him into his kid like he was like uh what's that like modern family movement to his crib, bro. <laughs> and he talked to and he talked the Bucks to take him on putting him on the roster. <laughs> that's bro, the whole time that's really what happened though. Tom Brady, he has white saver complex. That's all it didn't work out. It didn't work out. And then but it didn't work out because Bruce didn't want him. Bruce, Bruce didn't want him. That's all Brucey Bruce. Low, low key, whole time I feel like Bruce and, and Tom got static. They have problems. They have problems too. I don't know if y'all remember when Tom first got there. I think it was like the first couple of weeks. First couple of weeks, they they kind of had off like a, a little rocky start. Or Tom didn't. Tom looked like he was old, and Bruce came out and called Tom out in yes. the after interview. And from there, it's kind of been it's kind of been shaky. Like yeah. Bruce. I think Bruce did that on purpose, like to let him know, like, nah, this is my team. But then he said, hold on, pause, Bruce. A B, call God. Come on over. Call God. <laughs> Yo, you, you see this my team, right? Because when I heard that, I said, he better be careful because that's kind of what caused him to leave New England. Bruce better pump the brakes because it'll be Byron Leftwich team real quick if he don't chill out. Don't Yo. you call Tom out in the after interview. Don't you do it. Yeah, don't do that. Bro. You know he's better done, than that. He's done it more out. since then. He did it this year too. He did it after a game this year too. Have they struggled? He has no problem calling Tom Brady out. None. They got beef, bro. He walking on thin ice. Don't you call Tom out and sidebar, complete sidebar, because I have to mention it. I have to mention it. Greg just kind of he ain't say nothing after he read it. I saw him read it on his phone. R.J. Barrett hit that game winner. I just got to throw that out there. R.J. Oh. Barrett. Yo. R.J. Barrett hit that game winner. Okay. Hey, can you read me a stat line? Since y'all want to talk, since y'all want to talk. It was a bad game. He had a rough oh, game. All right. So what? He he was clutch. He, was clutch. he had an Eli Manning moment. No, he didn't. <laughs> because Eli Manning's moment, well, besides the catch, the, the helmet catch, I've never been lucky. That was a lucky shot. 
It's okay. Miles, a lucky shot. Dude's falling to his right. Give him credit for taking a shot. Most game winners. Give like credit for taking a shot. Huh? Most game winners like that are lucky. Demar, Demar's game winners have not been lucky, bro. <laughs> so hold on, Demar every Jordan. Got it every time. He, okay, never mind. Never mind. Demar <laughs> Jordan, bro. You got it. <laughs> hey yo, in this last week, this last week of the NFL games, we got teams that are still trying to get into the playoffs. Obviously, you got the Steelers still in the mix. You got the teams. You got. Chargers still in the mix. The Raiders are still in the mix. Obviously, Indiana is still in the mix. The Colts, when you're talking about the AFC, these last two Cs, who do you think gets these last two Cs to go into this last week 18 of football? What's the, is there only, a, there's only one seat up for grabs at this point, or is it both wild card seats up it's for two. grabs? It's two, both wild cards, because Indiana, the Colts is not in, the Chargers are nine and seven. Yeah. The Raiders are nine and seven. Jeez. Pittsburgh is eight and seven and one. Well, Pittsburgh's not getting in. I mean, if, if, if Pittsburgh if Pittsburgh wins and someone's gonna lose, reason, if Chargers have to lose, I think, right? If nah, if Pittsburgh wins and the Colts, Colts lose, lose, yeah, and the Colts lose, they end. Yeah. Col- Colts, Colts playing the Jaguars, right? They ain't losing a Jaguars. Yeah, they're not losing a Jaguars. Hey, they might not play their starters, and Trevor Lawrence might go crazy. Who the Colts won't play the Who won't play the starters? The Colts won't. Colts. Well, isn't it isn't it a game they need? Nah, they clinched already. They clinched. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Then you're right. Ooh, uh, that's that's tricky. This this is a whole. This is a lot tr- tr- trickier than I thought. Because I after you put it that way, but I, I think the Chargers. I think the, are Colts, gonna, I think the Colts and the Raiders might get in. You think the Raiders are gonna beat the, the Chargers this weekend? I was gonna beat the Chargers. You know what? That's stupid because the Chargers history of the franchise tells you that they lose every big game ever. That's who the Chargers are. So you know what? You're right. I'm off the narcotic already. I'll I'll pick. I, I'm with you. The Raiders are going to win. Let me game. ask you this. Let me ask you this. What are we saying about Justin Herbert if they lose? That's what I want to talk about. I mean, he's the he's their new Philip Rivers. Don't do that. Nah, because people, people, so, people so quick to put him over Burrow. I want to know what, what we do. Hey, right. You see that? Hey, you look, 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 look. agenda, bro. We're talking about some Burrow. We don't want Burrow, bro. <laughs> now, Burrow talk. Like you, like you and Daniel Jones this year. I'm in the market for a quarterback. Burrow okay. is light years ahead of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones don't even belong in the same breath as Joe Burrow. Damn. Calm down, yo. He, yo, he got the real crazy Tua, here, Tua better than, for a Cincinnati team. Tua, Tua, Tua is right. better than, than Daniel Jones. We've seen that this year. Tua's not better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Was I right, though? About what? About what? He called Tua over Daniel Jones. Tua is not better than Daniel Jones. Two objectively, Tua is not better than Daniel Jones. I'm sorry, he's not. Let's check the stats. Yo, Tua is not that good, bro. <laughs> hey, bro, them dudes, play, them dudes went out and played, played YMCA teams on that seven game winning streak. The, the Dolphins did, including the Giants. The Giants are the worst. This is the worst Dolphins I've ever seen in my life. I'm critical of them too. But what's happened with the Giants is it's not all Daniel Jones' fault. So I'm not. I'm, I'm upset. But I'm more upset with Joe Judge and Dave Gettleman. Anyways, let's not talk about that stupid team. Where, where were we? Where were we? Who, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, he made Hunter. this about a Joe Burrow thing. The AFC huh? hunt. The AFC hunt. No, real quick, right? I know we just mentioned it earlier, but the Colts aren't a lot. The Colts have an 81% chance to make the playoffs. They have yeah. to win. They got to beat the Jaguars. They, they got to beat the Jaguars. They're in. They're in. So we got the Colts, and then you are we saying the Chargers or the Raiders? Miles. I said Raiders. 
that's not easy. I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give Herbert the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I think. I am too. Talent, I am too. Talent, I think. I think Herbert's a special talent, but his talent's gonna shine on Sunday. But what, boys? But what? But what? But he boy, better show up on Sunday. But Burrow. Yeah, right. I was gonna say, but boy, if they lose, I want I want to hear what we saying about Herbert. We not we not giving out passes no more. Nah, we gonna have that conversation. We Chargers lose next episode. We gotta have that conversation because everybody at the beginning of the season, oh Herbert this and Herbert that and oh my God, you see how he, yo, another year had some questionable games this year. If it's another year, bro, did it? Huh? Burrow didn't have any questionable games this year, bro? No, nah, I mean, every quarterback has questionable games, but I'm saying that they got off to a really hot start and they mellowed out. I, that, they're the Chargers. That's what they do. This is a problem it's, bigger than Herbert. It's a generational no, 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 curse. No, no, no. It's a generational, generational curse. curse. Yo, Herbert's not breaking a generational curse, bro. He's not Bron. <laughs> what are we talking about? This, the they Chargers suck. Go, gotta, who, who you passed it, Chris? They might got to go see, uh, what's his name? Pastor, Pastor uh, West. Tom? Pastor Wes, they might have go see Pastor, Pastor Wes. Pastor my pastor. <laughs> we, we Pastor David Ireland on the You got to break side. every chain. Break every chain. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's stupid. <laughs> Yo, NFC, how y'all see this one panning out? We got the Eagles actually clinch, but the only team is one spot. It's one spot left. San Francisco is at the sixth seed, but they have not clinched. You got San Fran, and then you got the Saints fighting for the, that last spot. San Fran. Yeah, San Fran. Well, Saints quarterback now. Why would anyone want the Saints to get in? They got to beat the Rams, though. Who? Only San Fran? I would want the Saints. I would want the Saints to get in to see them play Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay get ousted because you know New Orleans got their number. Mm. Oh, that'd be fun. But I don't want to watch the quarterback. They're gonna be. I don't want to watch Taysom. I want to watch the quarterback. I want to. I want to watch the Saints get in. Yeah, that'd be great. Tom do the knock sausage. Tom, dance. Knock Tom out. Knock Thomas out. That'd be great. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say knock him out, but I was gonna say make him salsa dance, and then see him go on the sideline, start throwing iPads and screaming, "I want AB back." I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that. You get, get rid of out. him. You get rid of him. Now you're talking about it's it's a race between Packers and Rams. I want Tampa Bay out. I want to see Packers and Rams. I don't want to see Tom Brady again. I've seen him I, enough. I, I I totally agree. You know you know I agree with you on that. Uh, I've seen him enough. I, I want to see Tom out of it at home, sitting next to me, right. watching it, and I want to see Double A Ron going against subpar Matthew Stafford, and I want to see that. That's facts. Yeah, that's facts. Hey hey hey! I'm gonna throw this out there. I don't, I know y'all not into analytics a lot, but right now. How Stafford is ending the season, they were saying a lot of the analytics is matching up exactly with Jared Goff's last season. Throwing that out there. That's all I got to say on that. Stafford, is, that's all. Y'all think double A-Ron to the Super Bowl. That's all I got to say. Double A-Ron to the Super Bowl. Stafford's oh, wait, not coming. Well, <laughs> the, the Rams, that's, that's, yes, he's been struggling. He's been struggling. Even though I'm mad interceptions, he's been wild, but. A lot he of pick sixes. It's not just interceptions. It's pick sixes. Another team score. They're bad picks. They're bad picks. Hey, They're yo, y'all want to get a touchdown real quick? Yeah, he's wilding. Yo, he, <laughs> he's. But if they if they get their run game going, I think they have a shot. Like seriously, I mean, 
take the response, take, take some of the responsibility out of his hands. He's throwing the ball way too much. You hit the, the, the still the strength of that football team is their offensive line and running the ball. So are we, we, believe in Tony, we believe in Sony Michelle and a can makers coming off of a, a major injury. They're gonna have to. Gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Sony Michelle's a good player. What's with, what's with the, what, what's with the Sony no, Michelle? No, no, no. I'm not saying he's not. I'm mentioning they have Cam Akers coming back, but he's coming off a huge injury, and they're talking about it as if they're about to rely on this man to get him to the Super Bowl. Like he's oh, there, a major there. injury. A major their two back. They're gonna go to the two back system, two back system, and we're gonna see how that works out. I, I think they have a shot. They have a real. They have a real. And I, I don't think anyone's saying they don't. Yeah, you're, you're, not, you're not saying they don't. I know that. But, but the thing I, is, I think. You got this man that's non-vaccinated over in Green Bay. They got 35 touchdowns and four interceptions. I, I like special. my chances with that man. He's special. No, I, I you know I chose the Packers. Yo, 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 you know the craziest thing I saw with him too? Double Aaron has not had over eight interceptions in the last like 11 seasons, bro. He's, yeah. he's special, yo. He's special. That joker is built different. He don't turn yeah, the that, that man, I mean that man's built for tough. He don't, yeah, I guess that's what we're gonna go with for tough. Yeah, I mean, he's considering, I his, so. considering his vaccine stance, I think it makes a lot of it's the, the now. I guess, so. I guess so. American, forward tough, not vaccinated. Our country is weird. Our country, now you you speaking back because our country is uh, is just weird. They just I saw a stat. You know, in Australia, they have ninety percent vaccination status with two shots in Australia. That's nuts. It's just us, bro. Why are, we, why are we even still open right now? We're, we're going off topic. Why the hell are we even not in lockdown right now, bro? We are still, wild. hey, going off topic. Today, January 6th makes it a year Since anniversary of them trying to overrun the government. And it's still, people, it's, still, it's still people in council that help set it up that have not been prosecuted. This is our country, uh, by the way. National Capital Day. National, National, National Day. Capital Day. National, National Trump Get Right Day. He's still walking around like, yeah, y'all know. I'm that guy. Yeah. He's he walking around preparing for 2024 to come back. That's what I'm saying. He's not going he not going to jail. Biden, what you want to say to Biden? I want Bi- Byron. I'm over you, Byron. I want you gone. Bro, my student loans are still here. My, my student loans are still here. Straight cappy. You a true politician. Good, Byron, Good job. Uh, well, speaking of vaccination status, national. Kai Day was yesterday. Yes. Kai is back. He was in a yes. Nets uniform. He looked like himself. I'm not saying the 35, 10, and 11, but he looked like himself that fourth quarter, 10 points in the fourth, helped him close out that game. What was y'all takeaways on Kai being back? And are the Nets the favorite now with Kai back in the mix for part-time? Go ahead, Greg. Floor is yours. I'm not, I'm not gonna drill the hook like that. Go ahead. I want to hear what y'all think because you know because you know what I'm gonna say. Everyone, I think I like. I loved seeing Kyrie back. The beautiful artistry of his game. I loved seeing him being back. He obviously he, the handles are still there. The mid range game is still there. Mid range jumper still there. I think he obviously is more valuable on that team than James Harden. It's KD Kyrie than James. Mm. In regards of the favorite in the East, I wouldn't go that far of getting them out of the playoffs just on the simple fact of if they have to go a game seven and they not and they're home, you don't have Kyrie. But I do think come playoff time he caves though. I think come playoff time he's he caves. Get, he's getting the vaccine, bro. He gets the vaccine by the time the playoffs come. 
I think I'm going to play, play half of the games because I'm going to stand on my morals. I'll cave by the playoff time. Hey, this is what I got to do for my team. I'm a team player. I'm going to get vaccinated yeah. so I can play at home. And if he does get vaccinated, all right, I give him a favor in the East. But as of right now, I'm going to still go with Milwaukee as the favor in the East because if we talk about him half of the games, I don't know how that rocks in the playoffs. Y'all could get y'all could get this off in the regular season. Y'all could get y'all squirrels off in the regular season of him playing every other game, the way games. But when the playoff time come, you can't be talking about, yo, all right, let's look at the series. We going win the hopefully win both games at home. If we don't, don't worry. We got Kyrie in the way games. That's not gonna rock like that in the playoffs. That's, mm. that's not well the, the the Nets, I think, are the clear favorite in the East. You know, like you said, under the circumstances you laid out, right? But Kyrie coming back is it's 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 so important to that team just because, like I said, like Kyrie's the one guy on that team. This well, the second guy on that team, you throw the ball to, and he will legit legitimately get you a bucket in any situation, anywhere on the floor. It doesn't matter, he's getting a bucket. It is not it doesn't matter. Someone's scoring. Like it's scary when all three of these guys are together. He's that he's that special. He didn't look like he missed a beat. He, he didn't play at all. And no NBA basketball for, for half the year. The guy came out there Eight looking like himself, like just looking like Kyrie. Eight Kyrie. months. Oh. Eight months, bro. Playing with middle schoolers, he said. He's in the gym. Play, playing playing in the, in, in the middle schoolers. ACC Metro West. <laughs> this is crazy. That's crazy. No, nah, he's, he's special, bro. We already knew that. But um, like I said, I, I gave everybody a timeline. I said, hey, if he's not back playing by around Christmas time, they would trade him. Um, maybe they never thought about it. Maybe they always had this plan. I don't know. I don't know what, the, what, what it is, but I think that the fact that they brought him back and they want to kind of bring him in the loop. And again, they've asked him about his vaccine status, uh, status and where he, where he's at, where he stands on that. He's like, I'm taking it day by day. That's the, that's a lot different than what he, what he was saying before, you know, before it's like, nah, I'm not getting it. But now it's like, you know, I'll take it day by day. So I, I think it's a lot more likely he gets that, but that gets the shot before the season's over. And then it's Nets and then it's Nets and, uh, and six over Milwaukee. Because you know, we, last year they got over they got over on us because they they played against James Harden with, with the hamstring falling off the bone, and uh, Giannis took out Kyrie, so we owe him one. Yo, I think and Miles and Chris Yago, I think even let's say we get into the playoffs and Harden got you know his hamstring falling off the bone like it's a you know a, a meat being in a sirloin steak. Yeah, like if it's coming off like that, as long as they got Kyrie, I still choose them over. Milwaukee, because I don't see, in no disrespect to CP3, Drew Holiday ain't doing that to Kyrie. It's not Who happening. was guarding him? Drew Holiday's no not doing that. Him. To, Drew Holiday's not doing that to Kyrie. He's I not, mean, especially he's not if, if if KD's playing like himself, like he did last night, drop thirty nine. Like it's going to be too much for you, and especially and even if James Harden is back at full strength, I know he hasn't been having the season that you know many expected him to, and he's been in a little bit of a slump, but like. You know, if they're all clicking on all cylinders and are all playing their best game and KD out here dropping 40, Kyrie getting his 25, and, and Harden just doing his part with the assists, like, you're right. That's where it's going to be so beautiful for Harden. Harden somewhere, he needs to buy Kyrie. He has to get to that point, though. Yeah, I think it'll get to that point with due time. And like I said, I think Kyrie's getting vaccinated. So you're going to see them at full strength because they've only played 15 games together. I think what James Harden need to do I know Kyrie plant-based. He need to get him a, a lifetime supply of plant-based food for him coming back because this takes a load off of James Harden's shoulders. James Harden just got – he could be in chill mode anytime Kyrie on the court. Let me go get 15 assists, 18 points, 11 boards, 
I won't hear nobody complaining. Because Kyrie gonna Kyrie gonna pick up the slack and he's gonna get 27, 5, and 8. How long well, are we giving James, Greg? This is a question for you. How long are you giving James to get back to to what you expect of him? Because I know throughout this season you, you kept saying like James will get there. James will get there, right? Has he gotten there in your eyes or he's he still he's still trying to figure it out? Yeah, he's showing flashes. I mean, the over on Christmas against the Lakers, against the Clippers the following day on Sunday, that, that West Coast swing, he was killing. He was going crazy. Now, I know Katie wasn't there. I get it. But my thing about James is just just knock down the shot. Just knock down your three ball. If, if the shot's falling out, I got no problem. Because, yes, I, I think the team already had this had this established. James was always going to be the facilitator of the group. That was always how that was going to work. That, that's his role. He's the best passer of the three guys, of KD and Kyrie. We, we, we all know he's a better passer than Kyrie. Kyrie, the strength of those other two guys is to get a basket whenever you want to get a basket. That's it. So I just need James. We just need James to facilitate. That's it. Get guys involved. Get Patty some open threes. Get Joe Harris some open threes. And obviously, when it's crunch time, get them, get them, get them easy buckets. Get KD and Kyrie easy buckets and all that. I've heard KD talk about the, you know, when they first came together, how Kyrie and, and James were talking about how, like, hey, I like the ball on, on the on the left wing in the post here. I like, get my bucket right here. Like that's that's the that's what they've agreed to. So I'm not concerned with James Harden, bro. Just stay healthy, all all of them. Just stay healthy, and then when it's playoff time, I can really start talking about you know what, because I know that they're gonna we're gonna be at the, at the end of this thing. We're gonna be we're gonna hoist a championship because I don't, yeah. you know, who's in my way? I, I'm not scared of Milwaukee. I'm not scared of Giannis. I'm sorry. No, he do could barely say forty piece right way. I'm not scared of him. Moss. <laughs> I saw you mouthing it. You think Harden is back? Yeah, I think he's back right now. I mean, the best thing for him was that time off on the, the COVID protocol. Gave him time to, you know, rest that hammy, shed some pounds, get back in Harden shape or whatever that is. And, I mean, he's been hooping ever since he came off. So, I think that was the best thing for him. You bring Kyrie back into the fold, even if it's part-time right now, it's still better than most teams out here. So, I mean, I think the Nets are straight right now. And, I mean, I don't even – I think the Bulls more so than the Bucks are the, the threat to them right now, in my opinion, in my opinion. I've been hearing that a lot, that the Bulls are going to win a championship. I'm hearing crazy talk out of Chicago. Out of Chicago. Michael and- Jordan. Back, yo, Demar Jordan, Demar Jordan, yes, Demar is the reincarnation of Michael Jordan. Yes, I stand on that. But <laughs> in the playoffs, we all know what he is. Okay, let's calm down. Okay, we all, and Zach's never been there. There's a good chance hey. Zach's crap. There's a good. There's a good chance we need to get Zach a, a diaper when he soils himself in the playoffs <laughs> when he plays against the Nets. Yo, let's. Zoe, Zoe's never been there. Zoe's never played meaningful basketball. Okay, let's relax. Calm down. This is a big boys game. Like, it's not for kids, bro. Like, when you get to the playoffs, it's about vets. It's about guys who have experience. And guess what the Nets have? That We have that in droves. We have we have a wealth of experience in vets. And two, three of the greatest players in the NBA. Relax. The Bulls are not winning a championship. It's a nice story. The Mar Jordan's been great to watch. I love the Mar Jordan. Seriously. But this is, it's that's it. Like, it's, this is, you know what they are? They're the Hawks from a couple years ago. From like six, four years ago. They won 60 games regular season. All the dudes got were all-stars, and they got to the playoffs, and LeBron waxed them. That's what they're going to be. That's what they're going to be. I'm telling you. They don't have the playoff experience. It's a different game. DeMar does. Huh? I wouldn't compare them to that. That that Hawks team was – It's not It's, it's, like, it's the same makeup. They were decent. 
Yeah, but, it's not the same makeup. It's not the same makeup. I agree with you, bro. But it's it's the point is it's the they don't have the, the playoff experience to, to to really be a threat. I just don't see it. I'm not scared of them. I think I, I think depending on their seating, they'll be like the Hawks of last season, where they could if depending on yeah. their seating, they might be able to make a run and they might end up facing before the conference finals, Brooklyn or Milwaukee. And then it'd be like, all right, it was a nice run. It was good. You don't want to see it. You guys exceeded expectations. Nobody even in their organization, I was listening, the color commentator that works with the Bulls did not expect them to win this many games. No. Same thing. It's the same thing with the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers are having a good season, a great season by their standards. If y'all make the playoffs, just be cool with that. Take your your three-piece chicken meal. With the side and the drink, and just be okay with that. This is this is a race between Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and Miami if they ever get healthy. Jimmy Butler, aka Anthony Davis of the East, is injured yet again. Bam out of bio. I haven't seen him play since me, Chris, and Greg played. So they are <laughs> injury plagued right now. So we gotta see what's happening with them. Before we switch to our last part of the show, flag on the play. Lakers on a three-game winning streak. By any means, do y'all think the Lakers are starting to figure it out? Russ, craziest stat, Russ had for the first time in his career when he played over 30-plus minutes a game with zero turnovers, which is wild. The first time in this man's career, the the top-notch point guard everybody talks about, first time in his career, zero turnovers. 407 consecutive games with the turnover, with at least a turnover in a game. For what? Four hundred and seven games. That's the most NBA history by a long shot. No one's even close. He he went four hundred and seven games before that with a turnover. Craziest that I ever read. And he's top three with the worst three point percentage in NBA history. Throw that one out there too. He's a flawed guy. He's a flawed. He's a flawed star. LeBron talking talking cash crazy. Do we think that LeBron? Because this that was my bad. That was a bad question. How I set it up? Has LeBron figured this out yet? LeBron's the ultimate deodorant. LeBron like the uh, the. He, 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 the, the Lakers are musty, and they, LeBron is covering it up. He's the greatest deodorant of all time. That that's that's really what this is. He's I don't know I don't know if they, they figured it out, but I do think that the game he didn't in the game that Russ you know didn't turn the ball over. He he also did less. He did less. He did exactly what we were talking about. He did way less in that game. He wasn't forcing up shots. He got he had seventeen attempts. He took shots, but like the, he just wasn't in the way. He a lot of times he's in, he's in the way of them winning basketball games. He's he's like in he's in. in Impediment to them winning games. Uh, Malik Monk putting him in the starting lineup. Big deal. Great. Yo, I told you. Trade him. <laughs> well, well should have traded him for Lowry when they had the chance. Exactly. I now agree. the Joker's stock, this Joker's stock is terrible. His stock is terrible. You can't get a Krispy Kreme donut for him at this point. You should have been traded him. the race for Jeremy Grant. You should have been traded him when Greg was on our show talking about your THC's the next best thing. THC's right. the next best thing. They should I, have I still think he has that kind of potential, bro. Don't talk about is, RJ. Don't do that. The oh. thing is, the team that he's on, he's with LeBron. You don't get to do that. Same thing with Russ. Rob Palenka has to be called on his terrible job. You brought an assassin. That's what Russ has been his whole career. He's an assassin. Not a good assassin. We're not going to say that. Like when when you put Russ into Call of Duty, he don't get you know accurate kills, but he be killing. And you brought him to the team with LeBron, the alpha dog. You bought 
an alpha dog with another alpha dog. And LeBron's like, come on, bro. You know the vibes. You're our third person right now. It's me. It's beta Anthony Davis. And then I don't know what they say for the letter C, but you a C in this situation. You a third option. And you brought Russ here who his whole career, we saw him clash heads with KD because he wanted to be alpha dog. Clash heads with James Harden. I want to be an alpha dog. Hey, Brad, you ain't been in the playoffs. I'm the alpha dog here. We've seen it his whole career. He's best when you sign the bench mob on the show with him. That's when he plays his best. Put Greg on the team with him. Put Antonio on the team with him. Chris and Miles. You'll see Russ at his at his. Yeah, peak. I'm the alpha dog. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wasn't that wasn't that a canteen you're drinking out of? What's that? What's that? Bourbon. It's water. It's crazy. Great <laughs> water. Hey yo, we're gonna end off with flag on the play. You already know we end off every show with flag on the play. NFL reporter called Aaron Rodgers the biggest jerk in the league. He chose in the summertime essentially. He was saying he chose in the summertime because of Aaron Rodgers and his debacle and his words, his words. He said that he tortured the Packers team, the Packers fans, and basically chose in the summertime that he would not be MVP. I'm not going to say the reporter's name because we don't, we're not going to give him any respect or clout. As Aaron Rodgers said, ain't nobody probably ever heard of his name till this situation. What's your thoughts on this? He's a he's a bum. I think what Aaron Rodgers said was fair. That, that it, it's it's messed up, bro. Why? I I really am mad at this guy. He victimized Aaron Rodgers, and I didn't want Aaron Rodgers to be victimized. You know, like Aaron Rodgers has been smuggling all year with the whole the whole not getting vaccinated, the whole I'm immunized thing. Like I don't want to look at him in a in a in a way where I was he was victimized. But here we are. But obviously this is messed up. I don't think anybody's this, you. You 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 obviously are going to go off of the guy's performance on the field. That's all that matters. It's that's what that's what you determine MVP off of. It's not about whether or not he's vaccinated because that's really what this is about. It's not about whether or not he wanted to play for the Packers. That's not even important. What's important is his performance. He's been the best player in the NFL this year. He should be MVP. But this all goes back to my point about the writers. They be on some. They be on some BS. They be on some BS. Y'all giving all these guys these these votes and all this stuff because they work for publications. It don't mean that you're you're not. That's not a cool, that's not a great way how to do this. Like it's not a good way to determine the MVP in these leagues. It's it's worked, it's terrible. Yo, the, the same thing works against LeBron. It's a narrative thing. That guy's created a narrative in his head, right? About Aaron Rodgers. And now he's saying, I'm, I'm not giving MVP. I already, I already decided I'm not giving him the MVP no matter what. There's nothing he can do to convince me. See, you see what I mean? That's the problem. The NBA has the same issue the NFL has with that. I, you know what's crazy? That writer's probably not the only person who thinks who feels that way about Aaron Rodgers. He's not. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't win MVP, we'll know why. Because it's it's it's, it's about everything other than the Bias. game. Yeah. yeah, it's about it's, it's about it should be about the guy who's most impactful on the sport. You know, Bron should have been MVP seven times in the NBA, at least seven, but he isn't. Why? Because I don't. Because there were a million other narratives people created in their heads. Oh, look at this light skinned guy. Oh my God, he looks like my, my cousin. He he's, he hits threes from forty feet away. But let's give him MVP because you know what? That's a whistle win for the little man. All right, like yo, that's 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 what they do, bro. That's what they do. <laughs> hey yo, Miles and Chris, do y'all got anything y'all want to say on this before I go about this uh, reporter? I'm still talking about step three MVP, bro. I mean, you pretty much covered it. I mean, it was corny for him to you know get a soundbite out of using Aaron Rodgers' name to bring his name to the forefront. 
Because that's all it was. Nobody's heard of this guy before. That's all you got to do. You say wild comments and then, you know, one year later you become Skip Bayless or something like that. So this is kind of what you got to do to get your name out there. Attach it to somebody already famous. And I mean, he wouldn't have said that if Aaron Rodgers wasn't the MVP and it wasn't obvious too. So, I mean, uh, there's not much you can say about, about this reporter. I, like you said, I don't even know his name. I saw it briefly, immediately forgot it. It was some wild, weird name, like nut or something. I think this is, I view this twofold. First, of course, it's out of pocket. He even mentions, I don't know if y'all heard the whole audio clip. He mentions in the audio clip that as a voter, we're not supposed to even tell you who we're voting for till it's actually over and the award is given. So he knows within saying this that he shouldn't be saying this anyway. Yeah. He shouldn't be doing this. I think he shouldn't have a vote going forward, obviously. You can't be trusted. But the other side of it, when we talk about voting, though, if we really be honest, on some level, you got to look at the storylines. You got to look at everything that's else happening. That goes into it, whether subconsciously, consciously, goes into us voting. Because if we look at, for example, the storyline of, hey, Lamar Jackson had all these injuries that happened throughout the season, that's a part of the storyline of you voting for MVP. So, of course, him not being vaccinated, him holding out, should that be a major factor in whether or not he wins MVP? I don't think so, but you have to put it a part of the factor, and that's just a natural human thing anyhow. I think a lot of these voters, regardless of the fact, whether they admit to it or not in an interview like this guy did, they do have some personal bias that goes into it. We just happen to hear about it from this guy. Mm. This ain't nothing new. And I think this is a natural human thing, though, where it's like, I don't know what do we do to actually change the process. But you can't tell me he's the only person in history to look at the storyline off the field and factor it in to their vote. He's not the first person to ever do this, as you alluded to even in basketball. Y'all telling me between the heyday, the heyday of Shaq and Kobe, between Shaq and Kobe, they both have two regular MVPs. Steve Nash has two himself. Kidding me? You can't tell me this is the first time that personal goes into the voting, and it won't be the last time. This is what it is. It's a trend in the NBA. It's oh yeah, this dude looks like my 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 coworker, and he's he's killing the NBA. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna just give give him my vote. Steve Nash, that's how you won two of them. He should know He should only have one, and Kobe should have the other. I think it was what year did he win? Kobe had a crazy year seven. I thought it was. I think that's when Steve Nash won. That's like you can fact check. I, I, I'd even argue the Joker don't deserve any one. Other. Some people say that, and and they have a real case. Ah, bro, the MVP voting situ- situation is so corrupt to me. It's crazy. I I don't even. I, if I can do a whole podcast on that alone, so I won't. Get, I won't do that. Kind of we're wrapping up. And the last one to end off the show, another person in the media that has to put their foot in the mouth decided to say after Kevin Porter Jr. knocks down game-winning three, he knocked down the shot. He says, like his dad, he pulled that trigger at the right time. I'll start it off by saying he mentioned he thought he was the son of former Washington Bullets player Kevin Porter, right? 
The thing is, Kevin Porter didn't even knock down threes in his career. He wasn't a shooter. So, bro, you can't convince me that you, oh, I just said this because I thought he was a son of the former. The former player you thought he was a son of didn't get buckets. He was getting assists. <laughs> what are you talking about? It don't even make sense. I read it on five different articles trying to see what sense does this make. He mentioned, yo, I thought he was the son of Ray John Rondo, essentially. He don't knock down threes, bro. That and like LeBron no said, too, like LeBron said, even if you thought that prior to the game, you you know, you're not going to fact check. You know what I'm saying? Like the son of, of Kevin Porter, like, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. coming to town. You, you're not something must go off in your mind saying, let me double check this before I, I call this game. Make sure I got all my facts correct. You don't just assume just based on the name. He's lying. Frank, how long has KPJ been in the league? And this is not his rookie year. No, right. You telling, telling me just now that you you just happen to think that he was the son. Stop it, bro. Stop he's it. lying. He's oh, lying. He's lying. He's it's, lying. Insensitive, it's insensitive on multiple levels. Like he knew. He knew what he meant. He knew what he meant in that regard. But also on the Washington Wizards history, they used to be called the Bullets. The name was changed because the owner's friend got shot, and he said literally, "Nah, my friend died from bullets. We are not going to call them the Washington Bullets." During that time in the 80s, it was a lot of drug and violence going on with people getting shot in Washington. We're not going to have it called the Washington Bullets. You messed up on multiple facets, my boy. How he has a job still? We know why. We know why. We know why. And his colleague, this man just kept talking like he didn't just say that. Bro, hold on. Hold on. You got to lose your job, too. You're not going to call him on his. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's like somebody mentioned because the. Let him have said something anti-Semitic. Mm. Oh, it would have been a completely different thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey now, Tom. Don't don't mention Anne Frank, Tom. Whoa, his, hey. His name's definitely not Tom. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> I think they both are culpable. How is the colleague? He just kept talking like, yeah, so that was a great shot. Whoa, <laughs> what? It's crazy. They be racist, or they be mad racist. That's just let's just call what it is. Let's call let's call what it is, bro. That's, that's wild. He, he knew what he meant. Like, he knew exactly what he was saying. That's crazy, bro. He said he reached out to Kevin Porter himself, too. What are you going to tell him? Don't, I wouldn't even try. What are you reaching out to him for? If, they, if Kevin Porter saw him on the street, I can't say. I, I, I don't know what happened next, but I can't, I can't blame Kevin Porter. That's all I would say. You, that's, you that's crazy. Exactly. You alluded to something about his father who's dead. His dad died by gun violence. Dad got, died by gun violence. He was in jail because of gun violence. But it'd be wrong if KPJ see him on the street and said on site and it just knocked him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But complete sidebar, we went in the show. He deserved more than a one game suspension because he been he tweeted. <laughs> he did. He tweeted. He did, but the Rockets suck. You you you, you, you can't set culture you can't, on a bad team like that. You can't be throwing stuff at coaches, bro. Like I know he, he loved doing game, that. He, he he hit the game winner. He hit the game winner, and of course he you know. The coaches and everybody, they hugging it out now because he hit the game winner. But he just threw some soup at him the other day. He pulled an AB. He pulled an AB and left. Like, <laughs> he, left the game. he left him, mid-game. Mid-game. Him and Christian Wood, especially Christian Wood, bro. But what is he doing? You just came from Detroit. Calm down, bro. Chill out. It, it wasn't any better for you in Detroit. <laughs> Chill out. You're not built like that. You went from one losing team to the next. Chill yeah. out. Calm down. Pump your brakes. Y'all throwing stuff out and talking about I'm refusing to come in the game. Okay, Scotty Pippen. 
I'm refusing to come back into the game. That's Chill out. Crazy. Chill out. You might be the best on the player on this team, but you you're not really respected in the league like that, my boy. Chill out. Chill, chill out. You're not an all-star. You ain't got an all-star on your belt. You ain't got a first team, second team, third team. You're not even on a D-League all-star team. Chill out. Houston, y'all need to chill out. Houston, y'all have a problem. I don't think Kevin Porter Jr. is going to end up staying there. He's not going to work out. He's giving me, again, like Greg said, real A-B vibes. He's giving... He's giving off A-B vibes. He might take his shirt off by the end of the season. <laughs> he might take his shirt off. Pieces. Like, he went to work <laughs> feeling Antonio Brownish. Antonio yeah. Brownish. Now he's crazy, bro. He's crazy. There's no way to justify it. But y'all know the vibes, though. If y'all stay ready, though, you don't got to get ready. So when A-B is off, KPJ is out, y'all ready to step in and play in a role. Bench mob, we out. Peace. Peace. No cat.